Hello and welcome. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. These days, I am certainly not wanting for things to be anxious about, um, but sometimes the anxiety gets so overwhelming that I can't do anything, and that doesn't help anybody. And therapy helps me with that. BetterHelp can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an awkward waiting room again. Visit betterhelp.com slash T-O-A-F-N, that's better H-E-L-P, and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Once a Future Nerd listeners can get 10% off their first month by using our link. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash T-O-A-F-N. If you missed the announcement last week, this month is going to kind of be an interstitial thing between chapters. Um, So we've got two mini-sodes for you today. And then on May 29th, we're going to post the cleaned up audio from our Ask the Once and Future Nerd live stream that we did the other day. And then we will be back on June 26th with the premiere of Book 2, Chapter 8. Okay, on to our first mini-sode. This one is called on the origin of a song. It's written by Paul Notice and myself. It is performed by Matthew K. Addison, Paul Notice, Gregory M. Schultz, and myself. Editing is by Brielle Achterhoff with Foley, sound design and post-mixing by Matthew Boudreaux. Um, Heads up, there is definitely some heavy stuff in this one, so check the content warnings if you have concerns. And with that said, on with the minisode. Oh, excuse me. Oh, no, please. After you. Appreciate that. It's going to be hot today, you can already tell. Not as hot as in the mines. I tell you that much. I'm sorry, I did not know. Yeah, man. Nobody ever seems to know. I'm sorry. Of course you didn't know. There you are, just trying to be polite, and I got to get all ornery about it. Let's come with the old age. Well, no apology necessary. They say wisdom comes with old age, too. Oh, so now you're calling me old. (laughs) (laughs) You got some carpets there? Uh, Yes, sir. My wife did the finishing touches last night. It's the best stitching I ever seen. Would you like one? I'll give you a good price. I just might, young man. I'll have to see how I do today. Ah, yes, I I hear you. What are you selling, if I may ask? I sing. Oh, you sing. That's great, because I love hearing old-time you sing. It's the best. All right, good luck out there. Ah, yes, thank you. Same to you. Rugs here. One for silver, three for two. uh, uh, Rugs here. Quality made by good, law-abiding folk. One for a silver. Hot feet, Puma. Hot hands, Puma. Hot brow, Puma. Puma, keep you when the brimstone comes. Hot day in the market square. The thunder and sweat all in the air. Rugs and spices in the 
Market Square and the cool rain keep you when the thunder comes. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hot feet Hot hands Puma. Hot brow Puma. Puma keep you when the brimstone comes. Handmade expert craftsmanship. One for a silver, three for two. Kind folk walk on by. Copper if you're laughing, silver if you cry. Toss a pot. Coin if you walk on by. Silver keep me when the tax man comes. One for silver, three for two. Hot feet, Hot hands, Kuma. Thank you. Two! Two for I appreciate that. Will you knock it off? I'm just singing, sir. It's not against any law. You're scaring off my customers with that God's damned cave music. Your customers can hear just as well over by me. Doesn't seem to stop them from buying my wares. <laughs> Orc bastards. Good work for a young man. A seamstress wife lends a helping hand. Buy our rugs from this young man. A gora keep you in the cold snack house. A gora keep you in the cold snack house. Happy Kuma. Yeah, right over there. Rid of approval, please. Oh, yes, of course. It's right, it's right, it's right here. This is expired. Only a few days. Uh, the magistrate's been closed for the past two weeks, and I was going to renew... Be quiet. You understand we have regulations here for a reason. Yes, yes, sir. But you can't just have any ill-intended hooligan who wants to selling wares out here. No, sir, I only... I said be quiet. Now, I can do you a favor this once and let you off with a warning, but we'll have to confiscate your wares. My... that is my whole stock for the entire season. Well, I didn't tell you to sell them without a writ of approval. No. Please, wait. <laughs> have it your way. Take them. Firstborn. Firstborn. Tired. Coward man. Scar on his lip. Kuma keep you in the whiplash comes. Kuma keep you in the whiplash comes. What do you fucking say? I'm just singing, sir. It's not against any law. What was that about the scar on the lip? You calling me a coward? Lots of men got scar upon their lip. It's only about you if you think you're a coward. So maybe we'll call the peacekeepers back again. What do you think? Is your writ of approval current?
that was On the Origin of a Song. Before I play the next mini-sode, I want to tell you about Tab for a Cause. Tab for a Cause is a browser extension that lets you raise money for charity while doing your thing online. Whenever you open a new tab, you'll see a beautiful photo and a small ad, and then part of that ad money goes toward a charity of your choice. You can join Team Once and Future Nerd by signing up at tabforacause.org slash T-O-A-F-N. That's tabforacause.org slash T-O-A-F-N. Our next mini-sode for today, a lighter one, uh, is called A Holiday Dinner. It's written by Dirk Hampton, performed by the one and only Anya Gibeon. That one and only is important here for reasons that will soon be clear to you. Uh, editing again is by Brielle Achterhoff with Foley sound design and post-mixing by Matthew Boudreau. Uh, also, this is not directly related, but also kind of is related to everything and extremely important. If you would like to help people in the United States access abortion care, there's a link in the show notes that will help you find an abortion fund in all 50 states, Guam and Puerto Rico. This mini-sode will be all for today, and then we'll talk to you again on May 29th. Enjoy! clients because they're all scared they're gonna be the next ones are you saying you never wanted to no i wanted him to stop but killing him's a bit much i would have done worse to him over my babes or krista's i know but you know it's not the same love have you brought the oh well there you are Maeve. we were getting worried about you krista sends flour and i've brought more sugar and anise just in time we are running out so we're all here then except, except me Aye, quite the journey to Mimi. No wonder she hardly ever makes it. Anyone heard from her? I've let her out to her, but I haven't heard back yet. I'm sure I will soon. Only 50 more fried spice cakes and we can feed all of Armstrong Guard. At least we're only bringing fried cakes to the bonfire and not meat. You remember what that was like. Oh, I do. Does the inn still do anything for the holiday? Aye, all three days when I can find somebody to look after things. Even the last day? Aye, plenty of folks find a warm hearth and some mulled wine helps with their pious reflections. Can't pretend I don't relate to that. Ugh, rather slam my hand with Minnie's hammer than reflect piously all day. The scripture only says to do whatever makes you feel close to Galadin. It's the monks that took it to mean, sitting there all day, quiet as the grave. Well, Ma and Pa used to keep the last day quiet, back when they ran it. That's all I know. Indeed they did. So that's the instruction I give. Whether folks follow it, I can't rightly say. I'm back here every year. And it sure took you long enough to get here, Galadin's mercy. I know. It's been... Oh. Right. We were all sorry to hear it. Bryce was a good man. Aye, he was. Even if he never was willing to... Mona! I'm not wrong, though. All these years, and not once does the man... For the last time, Mona, I know you're trying to look out for your big sister, but be a dear and mind your feckin' business, will ya? All of this fuss over a wee ceremony. My Frederick never proposed to me, and it's been a good decade or more. And you don't have any babes between you. What would we do with the wee ones? Freddy's a travelling merchant, and I'm an armourer. Neither are good lives to bring babies up to. Besides, you and Krista have plenty enough children for all of us between you. You'll be grandmothers any day now. Leave off. I'm just saying it'd be decent if Freddy made an honest woman of you, too. He'd He'd sooner make an honest honest woman woman of of me. <laughs> let me through. I am frying things here. You go the other way. Molly, let me get my hands washed. 
I'm moving, I'm moving. Minnie, when are you going to get a proper kitchen, I swear? When are you going to finish telling me about those girls? Was one of them really Lady Redmore? Lady Mooncrest, I heard she got married. That's what I heard too. Well, tell me about her. We can worry about my kitchen later. Your forge, you mean. Hush, I haven't heard anything about Lady Redmore or Mooncrest or whoever she is being at Maeve's little inn. Our little inn? At the inn. Me and Chris are way out nowhere and you know how long it takes any letters to get out there, so go ahead and tell us Maeve. Well, she sure wasn't no serving girl, I'll tell you that much. And she picked herself up a baby too. What's a lady like her know what to do with a baby? <laughs> Not a thing. Little critter cried and cried like Denny when he was little and the girls left him behind. Poor thing must have been missing his mama. Where was she? Probably an orphan from the battle. Plenty people got out, but just as many didn't. Been doing good business on cheap knives and swords lately, if I do say so myself. Folks looking for protection for themselves and their babes. I would have just taken him to an orphanage. There's been lots of elves around after the battle. They probably would have found his mama right quick. And even if they didn't, there's lots that can be done for the wee ones when they get to the orphanages, you know. It's better than taking care of some baby who's not yours and not even proper family, I think. Proper families, whatever you make of it. I think we can all agree on that. You're not wrong. Are there any more spice cakes shaped for frying? Minnie, I need more. I'm all out until we get more anise and nutmeg ground. I'll help. Molly, you want to go help Krista and the kids pick up some powders for the candles while we get these spices ground? No sense making you wait around for us. You don't mind? I could help out if you really need me to. No, no, you go on ahead. Two of us is too much already. There's no space in here as it is. Aye, and somebody has to get powders for the four of us for our candles. I want my candles turning green. You'll get what they've got. You know they've only started even having them around this time on account of us Baileys always asking for them for the holiday. Get me red if you can. Purple for my candles. Sure, sure. Well, then, I'll be back in an hour or so, help with making the cakes. I don't think it would have been a good idea for those girls to take that baby to an orphanage. You know the Lord Commander stopped by our little inn? Was real interested in that baby. Didn't much seem to care about the lady taking care of it. Elves are like that more often than not. You ever notice that? Real interested in whatever you can do for them, but not so much in you. I can't say I see much elves out where I'm at. Probably for the best, since I don't think the people who come by are much fond of them. Especially lately. There's been lots of travel back and forth. Lots of real private people, you know? Wearing big hoods, keeping their faces covered. Mm-hmm. Now, you two wouldn't happen to be keeping something from your big sister, would you? You can't be telling Molly this, right? She's a little comfortable with authority, you know? Like elves? Them too. Like I said, been doing real good business on cheap knives and swords. Mostly in barter. Mostly women. Mothers with babes littler than you would believe. I only got a look under the hood of one of them. One of the first ones. Her eyes were... Well... Something else. Kind of eyes you don't see much of in the East. Especially Armstrong Guard. Noticeable. I hear you. But coin is coin and trade is trade, so I just did my business with her, and I guess she told some other folks who might have need for a weapon. Coin is coin and trade is trade. If somebody wants to do their shopping with their hood up, it ain't no business of ours. Right. That sure is true. I didn't know. Didn't even know to think about it. But why didn't either of you mention any of this in your letters? 
I didn't want to say anything that way. You know, letters don't always get where they're going. And I didn't know how much of what I was hearing all the way out in the West was accurate or timely. I hear you. I think... I think something might be going on. More than just this whole war. Bigger. If the elves are involved, then those real private people, I think they must be smack in the middle of it. For the elves to be so strong and them so weak and the elves still hating them like that. I think you're right. I have a friend I'm going to talk to. Let him know what you girls have told me. Can you keep your eyes open and your ears to the ground? Sure thing. Always do. I'll ask Molly too, but maybe I just won't tell her about your very private clients. Like you said, she's real comfortable with authority in ways that'll get back to the elves. And they don't need to know every single little thing, right? Right. right. So then, we're all... Brayden, let me see what you have. A battle axe. No. 